This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Team, we're joined now by Peter Brooks. He's a senior fellow for National Security Affairs at the Heritage Foundation. Uh, Peter, really appreciate you calling in. Good to be with you. Uh, all right. Can we start with the uh, Trump executive order on refugees, the pause in refugees? He hasn't signed it yet, right, but is saying oh, yeah. he will? What do you think about all this? Well, I mean, it, we, there's a draft floating around, uh, and I'm, uh, I have a, an op-ed on my screen right here, and I'm waiting to see when it's happened. And I, I heard it was going to happen yesterday, and then today, and maybe tomorrow, and then next week. So to my knowledge, it has not been, it has not been signed. And what it really is, it seems to me, is to be taking a pause uh, to review all the programs for entry into the United States from some troubled parts of the world, you know, Syria. Um, in North Africa, um, and and including a number of countries, and it doesn't say it's going to end up this way. But he's basically asking for his uh, his lieutenants to go through and look at the policies and the programs and the procedures to make sure that we don't have folks who would do us harm get into this country. What do you say to those who will will call this both uh, ineffective and yes, they will say it. Un-American, that a pause in refugees from, I think it's seven countries, would yeah. fall into those two categories. I'm sure you've heard that opposition already, Peter. What's your take on that? Well, I, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, just putting, you know, just a pause to check to make sure we're doing everything we need to do. Now, the draft I've seen, which may not be the final draft, you know, talks about things like getting biometrics in there. So somebody can't come into, into the United States under, in using some sort of disguise or bad documents. Um, it, it, you know, it looks at enforcing, you know, visa programs to make sure that nobody nobody comes in here. I mean, I think what they're worried about is what is they've seen in Europe, where some of the attackers, the terrorist attackers we've seen there, have come in with the migrant flows, have come in posing as refugees, uh, and I think the president wants to stop that. I mean, we're in we're in unprecedented times here, and I would want people to look at that. And what the president's doing is totally defensible, in my view, especially as you look at the Islamic State, and this is one of the things I'm trying to point out in my Boston Herald column. I mean, this ISIS is in crisis. There's a lot of pressure on it in Mosul. There's a lot of pressure on it in Raqqa. Um, It's going to splinter, and all these thousands of foreign fighters are going to go somewhere. Uh, You know, probably some of them are going to stay and fight, uh, trying to find uh, places in Syria and Iraq where they can do that. Others are going to try to return home. A lot of them are what are the zero. actual changes that you've seen in the draft, Peter, with regard to extreme vetting, as it's now being referred to by pretty much everybody? Yeah, well, they're, they're talking about doing that, and the president's really just asking for a report. You know, I mean, this is an eight-page document, the one I've seen. Like I said, I could be behind the power curve here. This is the one that's floating around. I'm not sure how it got out, out of the administration, uh, and I, but it seems to be reasonable, and it's, it's somewhat legalistic. Uh, you know, in fact, to run down the eight countries or seven countries they're talking about, you have to go to two different sets of documents, laws, uh, to, to run those down, because those countries are not mentioned, uh, not mentioned at all. So what he's really doing is asking for recommendations on this, 
uh, you know, how do we go? What's the what are the best practices for doing this? And, you know, here's 90 days and get back to me and let me know uh, what you what you're thinking at that point. So, uh, you know, I think it's it seems very reasonable uh, to me, considering the environment that we're that we're operating in. I mean, we is there an argument that you think could. I'm sorry, Peter, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, please. I was just going to say, is there an argument to be made that by making the vetting procedure better, it opens up the door to safer and perhaps even more effective refugee intake in the future, right? So that the next time a crisis breaks out, we're like, well, these are the procedures, we know how to do this, and we're not worried about infiltration by terrorist groups? Or do you think that's getting a little a little ahead of the skis? No, I mean, why, why, why would you be against better policies, programs, you know, procedures, or be, better practices? I mean, you know, this this could be, you know, that we this. I doubt this scourge of terrorism is going to disappear overnight with, you know, the fall of ISIS. Al Qaeda is still out there. They're going to want to fill that. They're going to want to fill that space. But there's there's other things. I mean, this could, you know, apply to criminals. It could apply to to others. I mean, illegal immigrants. I mean, there's all sorts of things. I mean, my understanding. I'm not an expert on immigration, but my understanding is that not all illegal immigrants come over the border. They some of them fly in. I mean, I have to come over some sort of border, but I mean, they're not coming over the southern border. They can, they're flying in. That's, that's what, I mean, I'm not sure if that's correct. I've heard that. Um, so, you know, this is, you know, getting better on the entry system uh, and exit system for the United States, I think, is, is, is worthwhile looking at. And we have a new president in. I mean, this is a new, this is a new chapter. And I think if I were taking over uh, the, exec, the Oval Office, I'd want to have a lot of programs looked at to make sure that, that they're supporting and advancing American interests. There is no uh, th- there is no real constitutional issue here, right? Uh, you hear people say that as well that this is against American values and this is presidential overreach. We the president can decide for national security reasons that any uh, foreign alien person is barred from the country, and there's a long-standing history of that. Actually, this is not new. Well, I I'm not a constitutional scholar. I don't know if you are, Buck, but you know I I think you know I play one on radio. Yeah, <laughs> well, a lot of these uh, a lot of these documents start out with the with the phrase "by the authority vested in me as president by the Constitution and laws of the United States of America." Um, you know, people will look at this; they're going to spin it any way they want, and they will, right? I mean, they're already spinning it. We haven't even seen the final document. I'm, you know, I'm I'm having a, a little reluctant to even talk about it because we haven't seen it, and I'm not sure the draft copy I've seen is the most the most recent one. Uh, but yeah, people are going to people are going to people are going to say that. I mean, they may be elements. There may be issues here that they're brought up in the uh, judicial system. Uh, but that's our system, right? We're we're open to a debate. We're open to you know making sure that we're you know protecting and advancing American interests. And so I don't think anybody should be uh, should be afraid of that. And that's that's part of the American system and what makes it great. So we're going to have a piece to read of yours up on the Boston Herald soon. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, on this issue, depending on when they release this thing, because I do want to make sure that I'm correct. But my the, the thesis I'm saying is, look, this is defensible considering what we're doing, what we're dealing with in the world, uh, and the countries. When you think when you think about them, I mean, you know, there's Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula in Yemen. You know, Sudan is on the state sponsors of terror list as well as Iran. We know what's going on in Syria. We know what's going on. We know what's going on in Iraq. Uh, Libya is another country listed on there, and that's that's a mess right now. You have ISIS. You have Al Qaeda. You have a civil war. Uh, some of these folks are coming from North Africa into Europe and places like that. So I'm just saying, you know, take a step back and look at what we're dealing with from a national security point. And I, I think people will see this as very, a very defensible move by the president. Peter Brooks is senior fellow for national security affairs at the Heritage Foundation. He has a piece already up, Donald Trump's troubled world on day one, BostonHerald.com, and look out for his next one. Peter, really appreciate you joining. Thanks for calling in. 
Thanks for having me. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-